0: <laughs> anyway, I heard from an anonymous whistleblower that hates ice cream that Mcole actually doesn't write the podcast descriptions. Hello, everybody. Welcome to the new year because this comes out during the new year. We're not recording it during the new year, but it's the new year now. Congratulations, you made it. My name is Skanky, and I'm here with my pal, MCall for episode 51
1: of the Shenantics podcast. M. Cole, how the hell are you doing? Good, but I'm actually I'm a little, I don't know, a little worried now, because I was just thinking, I was like, we're ringing in the new year, first episode of Shenantics 2018 on January 1st, but I was like, should we maybe release the episode at midnight instead of 7am, so like, people can be waiting by their computers eagerly for the newest Shenantics? Is that what you want to happen? I don't. I don't know. I'm torn because I, I. I will say last week's episode to release on Christmas Day. Like I had this image of all these people sitting down next to a tree and unwrapping their 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 new phones. Their new. Do people get iPods anymore? Their new iPods yeah, and you, you know, want to listen to the Shenantics episode. Like I imagine that happening. And now I'm I'm assuming that everyone on New Year's Eve they cheers their champagne, they kiss their loved ones, and then they hit play on Shenantics episode fifty one. Mm. Right. Like, that's, I'm assuming that's what everyone's gonna do. That's that's what I'm gonna do. Yeah.
0: Well me, yeah. I mean, I'm gonna I'm gonna well what I did on Christmas, I unwrapped I wrapped my phone. Yeah. And then unwrapped it so that I could listen to the Shenantics
1: podcast. See, it, it, i missed out. I missed out. I had a little bit of a <laughs> I gotta say though, for the Christmas episode of shenantics, I did have a little bit of a stress out type thing because I stayed at my parents on Christmas Eve. Oh, and I realized I hadn't uploaded Shenanigans yet, and it was like it was like eleven thirty, like Christmas night or Christmas Eve night. I was like, "Oh shit!" (laughs) Is that why it wasn't on Google Play? I don't know why it's not on Google Play. I've not been able to figure out why. They banned us. They have. They finally are like, we don't want the skanky coal people to be here anymore. So it just took you like a really long time to write the description, right?
0: What well, was that? I can't hear you. <laughs> I said it just took you a while to write maybe the description for the podcast, right? So, <laughs> all right, you have to give people a little bit of context. I'll give some context here. <laughs> yeah. So, I had an anonymous whistleblower uh, tell me some information. I mean, this whistleblower it could be anybody. 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 I mean, really, I hear that they hate ice cream. I hear that they might love ice cream. <laughs> no, they hate ice cream. Anyway, I heard from an anonymous whistleblower that hates ice cream, that Emco actually doesn't write the podcast descriptions. And he is taking credit from Tiny Dancer who writes the podcast descriptions. And this this was news to me. I was not even made aware of this. <laughs> And I felt hurt and betrayed, and I was going to quit this podcast. So, so I've say
1: I've say a few things. Okay, yeah, give us a little rundown. So first of all, I just, I need to say that the anonymous whistleblower, my favorite thing is is last night, last (laughs) night I was, I was out having drinks and I get a discord message with all caps, uh, something happened and then they sent me the link of what they told you with a, uh, with a Dan S. emote afterwards. Uh I'm like, uh, oh God, I did something. (laughs) It was it was great oh but anyways but yes no um tiny writes the show tiny writes part of the show notes so here's what happens oh part of it now so we're changing the story we're changing the story we're changing the story tiny writes part of the show notes so what happened is this was a few months back there was uh... a few months (laughs) take my shovel from me please go on um So, a few months back, I couldn't get one of the show notes done in time, and so... Tiny was like, "Oh, I have show notes that I write out for my own personal file for shenantics. I'll just, I will, I will send them over to you, and you can use those." And I was like, "Oh, perfect!" And so I put them online, and then that week I got feedback on the show notes, They're like, "Oh, you started including timestamps. This is awesome. I really, really love it." And so I was like, "Well, oh, shit! Like, I don't do timestamps when I do the show notes. I just write." In the descriptions and then we're off to the races like we're good to go but Tiny's had like timestamps on everything so like it was like the next like week or two after that I would write the show notes and then I would ask Tiny if she had timestamps for the various things so I could put them into my show notes. And then it eventually got to the point where it was like, well, this is silly. Like, Tiny listens to the podcast like first thing Monday morning. She makes show notes for that she's going to make for herself, anyways. She puts on timestamps. Might as well just like have her copy and paste and upload them to the website. And so then that's kind of how it evolved into the way it, it, it is. But the reason I say that she does part of the show notes is that if there is, um, if there's one thing I always want to make sure that's in the show notes is the small streamer shout out so that way if you it posts and you tweet it out and stuff like that if a person like isn't aware of the podcast or whatever if they go to the website they can see where their shout out is so I always put that one on whenever I upload it and then if there's a spoiler thing then I'll put that in too so like last week's show notes before tiny got to it I put in when the rogue one discussion was and the small streamer shout out so I do those parts and then tiny just kind of takes care of the rest so uh yeah that's uh that's what happens now
0: well thank god for this anonymous whistleblower that could be absolutely anybody who hates ice cream because now we
1: can we can know the true hero it's true it's true it's like it's like everything else that like people love about things that happen in these communities you were keeping a secret from me (laughs) It wasn't so much a secret. You were keeping (laughs) a secret (laughs) from me. It wasn't so much a secret. It was... uh, Oh,
0: was it not? It was... Okay, so actually... What was it
1: then? So hold on. So do you want to know... Do you want to know how the whistleblower first found out about it? Sure. So I she posted something, or he, I don't know, whoever the whistleblower maybe. Could be anybody. Could be anybody. anybody. (laughs) They posted it, uh, I believe it was in the shenantics room. Um, I think there was like one episode that we referenced a bunch of links or something. She she he or she said something about, oh, thank you so much for putting in the work for putting in all these links. And then I had I felt so guilty that like I had to message them and I was like actually the person you need to thank is tiny
0: wow <laughs> so... you need to write it into the in the public <laughs> chat to keep it a secret from us
1: no but then the, then that person did go into the public shenanigans chat and they're like oh sorry i didn't realize i should be thinking tiny and so it was said back then in the public shenanigans chat a while ago and so it was it was it was great it was great because i think they even said like i was thinking Clone, i shouldn't have been and then tiny comes in with like a tiny emote of like that's right you shouldn't be thinking I'm cool so oh my God. it was like it was like the worst kept secret in the shenanigans history that apparently only three of us knew that was actually going <laughs> on <laughs> so it was yeah it was we have to thank Tiny for all that but no thank so thank you Tiny but then now now that it's an open out in the open I can share some of the amazing great details <laughs> of things that go on behind the scenes like <laughs> when <laughs>
0: well thank god the secret's out guys now we can hear about everything that happens (laughs) by the way haven't heard anything about this exactly we have a podcast together and i have no idea what happens
1: in the back end so sometimes you and I will talk about something, and I have to remember to send Tiny the links of things we're talking about. Oh my then, god! The number of times that I forget to do that, and she has to figure out what the hell we're talking about, and then she goes out to find the links on her own is impressive. She's like, "Really? Thanks for that." And then when I think it was when she was here visiting, and I said uh, so she could hear my side of the podcast um, recording, and I said something like, "Yeah, I'll make sure to put that in, my sh- in the show notes." And she she gave me a look of like, really? Like, oh my god, I'm gonna kill oh you. Oh my god. So yeah, that's uh that's that's the great stuff that happens. But if you guys like the show notes and you like the timestamps, uh thank Tiny for that. So she's the one that does all the hard work. Yeah, so what do you do now, Am <laughs> Nothing. I really don't. <laughs> I really don't. Skanky is the podcast. All I do is I upload it and make sure it's available at 7 a.m. the next morning. Well, you know what? I I still appreciate you because I have no idea how the fuck to do that. (laughs) I will say there are a few times like because for those of you guys that don't know, Skanky stays up till about like 5 a.m. On most nights, it feels like. Unfortunately, <laughs> um, And so there's like, sometimes if he's really busy, especially like when he was really, really busy with school, he wouldn't have time to edit the podcast until later in the day, Sunday. It's so, like, I'll get like the podcast episode at like midnight, 1 a.m. So if I go to bed, mm-hmm. I set my alarm for like an hour earlier so I can make sure I wake up. Cause I'm like, Oh, I know he'll have it done by the time I wake up in the morning. Hopefully. So, yeah, exactly. yeah, I've always had it done. Yeah, I know you've always had it done, And I don't want to be like the I'm not going to be the jerk. That's like going to message you and be like, Hey bud. <laughs> like, hey, you idiot yeah where's the podcast but yeah so he's always gonna have a desk like i'll wake up early to make sure i can get it all uploaded by the 7 a.m time so there been... have been
0: two times yeah where i have been in bed about to go to sleep and i'm like oh, i did not at the podcast <laughs> <laughs> and i have to get up turn on my computer Edit the <laughs> stupid podcast. Oh, <laughs> and it's my like God. four in the morning. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> oh I feel I've two re- times though. Not bad.
1: I think it was uh, I think it was like a week or two ago, maybe two or three weeks ago, um, and it was like I was about to go to bed. It was like eleven o'clock, and I hadn't gotten the podcast episode yet. And uh, I looked over in Discord because I was going to send you I was going to send you a message, and it said Skanky is playing PUBG. And I was like, We'll just leave it. let him be. <laughs> like, <laughs> we'll let him be. <laughs> we'll let him be. I don't want to interrupt his PUBG time. <laughs> He'll get around to the podcast. <laughs> so I love how much how, how much judging occurs. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's just fantastic. It's, oh man! But yeah, no, it's a uh, so a lot of a lot of people have their hands in on this uh, this shenanigans thing to make sure it goes I wish off I without a known. hitch. Well, now you know. Now you know. Yeah, so. now I know. <laughs> oh, but yeah, I know the uh, the backend stuff. It's a mystery. It's a black box. We just throw you know throw it audio works. in, and magically it kind of goes everywhere. Except it didn't go to Google Play this last time, but. I don't know. Yeah, we got to figure that out. I will. I'll. F- that's my. That's my goal. After we're done recording today, is I'll figure out. Oh, what that's that is. great. I'll have Tiny do it. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Not surprised. <laughs> Might as well just have Tiny replace you, and she'll be on the podcast with me. I,
1: that'd be cool. That'd be cool. I. I. I think one week. One week, we should probably just like. Throw Gabala and Tiny in here together and just let them record an episode, and then we'll just sit back and see how it, how it turns out. That actually might be fun. I think it'd be fun. I think it'd be a good idea. So,
0: okay, so you volunteer, Tiny, and I'll uh not ask Gabala because she'll get angry at me. <laughs> Stick to your conviction, scheme. You ask it, you know, we'll have
1: Teddy ask her. That's perfect. yeah, there we go. I'm sure that will not go without that, any problems. That, that, that would work. That'll, that'll be perfect. I'm sure that will go very well. <laughs> M what are your
0: plans for New Year's? What do you, What do you do? What are you doing? So New Year's stresses me out.
1: Why? I blame my parents. Oh, as I do for all of my problems in my life. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> <laughs> um, I'm a failure because a, of them. <laughs> failure because <laughs> of them. Um, no, I love New Year's. New Year's is like I think one of my like higher up holidays. And growing up as a kid, like my parents always had big new Year's celebrations or we went to like big new year's parties and so i feel like it's kind of instilled in me that like i always want to do something big for new year's like like something that's kind of maybe out of the ordinary or just get a bunch of people together or something like that but one thing we brought the new year's is that a lot of people are traveling or with family or they're doing something else so it's kind of hard to organize various things with like people and so I have, like, the conflicting thing where it's, like, I can't do things that I would want to do because it's not, like, necessarily something that is easy to put together. But on the other side, because of, like, growing up, I want to have something that's really cool, fun, and different. And so they kind of compete with each other. And I can never live up to, like, what the ideal New Year's would be. So I blame my parents for that one. Um, This year, I'm probably – I think I'm going to two or three different friends' parties – um to two few. or three gotta gotta make the rounds holy shit rounds. well someone's having a birthday party so i gotta go to that part too so it's like it's gonna start earlier oh. in the day it's gonna be like a four o'clock six o'clock start and then just kind of go out through the new year wait is their birthday on new year's i don't know when their birthday is actually i Interesting. think i think it is i think it is on new year's new year's really? eve actually not new year's day new year's eve um, new year's eve yeah, and so, and I think it's their thirtieth birthday, so it's it's a bigger one. Um, oh, right, like they're getting The old. big three zero. Exactly, exactly. Yeah, so I, uh, so I'll probably do that, and then um, i you know, one thing I'm not a fan of, I'm not a big fan of going to like bars, clubs, venues of any type that like mm-hmm. usually have a new year's eve deal where it's like oh pay $50 $25 and we're gonna have all you can drink and food and i do not a big fan of those because i feel like they sell so many tickets to that just to shove as many people into the venue as possible where it actually turns out to be less fun than if you were to go to a quieter place fun. yeah so i don't know we'll see we'll see it's still it's still a little bit up for adventure but what about you what are you doing for new year's eve skanky i never do anything
0: for new year's and that's the way i like it yeah yeah, I don't I don't I went out one year mm-hmm. and it was atrocious. Not atrocious. I went to a Mexican place. It was actually pretty good. I liked I like Mexican food. Ooh, but like I, I like that idea. You know, actually. I going out with like a whole bunch of random people mm-hmm. and celebrating a New Year's thing is kind of weird to me. Yeah. Like, I, I'm I'm gonna be hanging out at home watching Twilight Zone. Nice. And that's it.
1: Nothing crazy. Next Easy year. Next year, what about you and I we go to Disney? Didn't we? We actually said we were gonna do that last year. We did. This thing (laughs) We said we were gonna do that this New Year's. Exactly. Tomorrow. We said like the one that in less than twenty four hours, you and I are supposed to actually be a year today. (laughs) It's true. It's true. I just remembered this and I want to do
0: it still. (laughs) I do want to do that. I want to go to New Year's. Uh, uh, I'll I'll do that. I'll do that for you.
1: I think that'd be fun. I think it would be fun. For you, I'll do it. Thank you. Thank you. Joe is supposed to come. Yes. Joe, I think Gabola. Yeah. So we can we'll, invite people. We can we'll have a big party. A big the whole uh, shenantics family's invited. Exactly. Exactly. A big shenantics New Year's party at Disney. With a live recording. Oh yes. Can we, can we do be like we can be the, like radio stars? Yeah.
0: We can do like the countdown, you know?
1: Yeah, it'll be perfect. It'll be perfect.
0: What's up? What's up with this new like, I don't even know if you can consider it a meme. But like it's all over Twitter and stuff, and it's like, hey, if you listen to, if you start this song <laughs> at twelve, at like eleven fifty eight, then like you'll ring in New Year's with like the most epic guitar solo ever.
1: I saw that. I don't know. Have I you think seen that. What's yeah. up with that? I I feel like I, I don't know. I feel like one person probably just offhandedly posted that, and then everyone else probably like started following up with like, "Oh, this would be a good song to do too," and then just kind of sprawled out of control. Yeah, it's really weird. It is very. I thought that was very strange. It, like, kind so of maybe we should nowhere. do that
0: for our podcast.
1: Oh yeah. So if you start it right now at thirty six seconds before the new year, I don't. How does it work? <laughs> well, okay. We have to do it if you start this podcast eighteen minutes before the new year. Then.
0: Around yeah, 18 minutes that well, you would already be eighteen. Yeah. So if you start this pot, no, wait, this is coming out on Monday. No, no, we're doing it. Oh shit, you're right. Um rewind time. <laughs> yeah. So if you rewind time and go 18 minutes into the path, like past no, no.
1: on New Year's Eve. No, we are what we are is we're way ahead of the curve. All right. Oh. This is going to be for New Year 2018 to 2019. So you're ringing in okay, 2019 good. with this episode of Shenantics. Sock it away. Put it put it back away. Sock it away? <laughs> what are you, 80 years old? What does that even mean? I don't know. I don't know. Put it away. Keep it in your little digital pod stuff. Um, <laughs> start it 18 minutes before midnight. <laughs> start it okay. start 18 minutes before midnight and... 3 11:41 11:41 one.
0: 1 Happy yep.
1: New, Year. New Year from shenantics. From
0: Genantics, from our Do you family You know in next New Years we're going to have 100 episodes Oh Jesus <laughs> oh, Wow huh That See, would actually be perfect Disney World live podcast episode 100 That would be pretty good That would be pretty good I'm down I'm down Let's start planning this Okay
1: I like this idea. I like this idea, too. I'm excited. excited. Wait,
0: when is our official one year of podcasting?
1: Next week. Next week? Yeah, episode 52. Wow. Wait, is it episode 52 or episode 53? 52 weeks in a year? Yeah, yeah. but then the 53rd would be the next first week. The next
0: first week. No, I think the 52nd podcast would be our one year. think so? or wait no because we have an episode zero too because we did that yeah, demo yeah. preview thing no yeah so 52
1: episode 52
0: yeah because that would be like 52 weeks um, so that
1: week's podcast would be one year right i think so so the first episode we ever no 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 it's got to be on the 53rd because if episode one was released on january 16th 2017 so our one year of doing it would be the week before then. So we have a pod. This podcast coming out the first. So January 9th, which is January. not going to exactly line up because years are tough. But uh, so this one comes out on the first and the next one comes out on the eighth. Which is how do how do calendars even work? All right. <laughs> fuck that. No, That's what I'm saying. So the eighth, the eighth will be episode fifty two. And then the fifteenth will be episode fifty three, which exactly lines up with one year of Shenanigans. Ding ding. <laughs> ding ding. Yeah.
0: Can you imagine that you're the guy who created the calendar? Like, holy shit, man! You you did it.
1: You did. <laughs> you like you did, made it, man. Yeah, exactly. You you can retire now with your calendarness. I hope they did retire. Hopefully, hopefully.
0: Like, geez, man, you just you created something that, like, literally everyone uses. Wasn't his name Gregory?
1: Well, yeah, isn't this the Gregorian calendar? Yeah, yeah, right. Yeah, I'm assuming his name wasn't Gregorian. I don't know. Let's go on Wikipedia. (laughs) (laughs) It's it's not episode genetics without (laughs) Googling something. History. Do do we even
0: have the name of the guy who made it?
1: There's also a Julian calendar. calendar. The Julian calendar, I believe, is after Mr. Caesar. And then we have the Roman calendar. Yeah, Pope Gregory. It's named after Pope Gregory the Thirteenth, who introduced it. Pope made it. Yeah, yeah. Whoa! (laughs) Yeah, 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 yeah. It's a refinement (laughs) of the Julian calendar. It's (laughs) It's <laughs> so, <hold on>. so, a <laughs> refinement of the Julian calendar involving an approximately 0.002 percent correction in the length of the calendar year. Okay, I'm down. Interesting. I'm down. I can see what we're working with. God, can you imagine you're this freaking pope and you like got this calendar
0: and everyone uses it, dude?
1: Yeah, I feel like it probably has a, a spotted history, though. You think? Yeah. I have a bad feeling that there's probably some controversy about the adoption of this. Huh. But I think, you know, what's even crazier
0: is you have, like, a guy who... Like, okay, you have this Pope Gregory dude, right? Mm -hmm. And he's like, hey, you know this whole thing about how we, like, literally count time and dates and everything? Mm -hmm. Yeah, it's fucking bullshit. I'm gonna make my own thing. And everyone's (laughs) gonna love it. And everyone loved it. Like, yeah. Holy crap, man. Well, That's I mean, true. he probably that did probably didn't happen. I mean, yeah. I There's think Easter a plays a shit. big
1: part of it. Is I see a lot of Easter talking about in this Wikipedia article. Really? Yeah.
0: Yeah. Adoption had no available Oh, yeah, I went to the Catholic Church, whole thing like that. Okay, I guess that makes sense. Yeah. Interesting. Now we're just both reading and Wikipedia article know, exactly. while we're trying to record the podcast. So don't mind, mind us. We're that. just we're just reading really re- out of <laughs> that real quick.
1: <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Sorry, guys. Just I'm give sorry. us like twenty minutes. <laughs> yeah. We're gonna re- re- read through this very quickly. We'll we'll brief you on this uh, when we're when we're done with that. So, you uh, know what Jittery told me yesterday what? or today what? or
0: yesterday, <laughs> yesterday.
1: You know what she told me yesterday?
0: What did she tell you? She's like, "Hey, Skanky, I think she said something about how she really liked the podcast." I was like, "Thanks." It's just like hey, like, it's really surprising. Like, it's really cool that you and Emco, like actually did it for 50 episodes. And I was like, yeah.
1: I mean, she's not wrong. She's not wrong. It is impressive that we, we've we survived it's this
0: long. You really <laughs> stuck with it. I'm like, yeah, it was hard. <laughs> it was,
1: we are stubborn SOBs. I will say that. I will say I'm that. I'm very,
0: once I put my mind to something, I got
1: to keep doing it. It's true. It's true. Yeah, it is actually kind of like, 50 episodes 51 episodes now without missing a beat um i don't know it is impressive I it like is it. i like it props to us let's pat each other on the back we got this
0: yeah let's, let's...
1: there you go are you just hitting your desk uh <laughs> <laughs> what <laughs> is that how you pat yourself on the back I didn't know if it was gonna be loud enough if I patted my actual self.
0: <laughs> yeah, that's loud. enough. Yeah, I can hear that. You can hear this. Yeah. Hell yeah! Of course. All right,
1: all right. So I didn't need to do the desk thing. <laughs> <laughs> sorry, sorry. I didn't realize. Oh my 50 god. Fifty episodes and we still don't know how microphones work. <laughs> yeah, how do <laughs> microphones work? I don't know. No, no. So, ah, uh, skanky. Yeah, that's my name. Like I said, we are we are, we are are maturing as a podcast. Where sure. We've been assigning homework to various people, including myself. Uh-huh. And I've been following through on it. I've actually been doing a good job. But before we get to that, I have to say something first. Okay. Have you seen the movie Icarus? Icarus? No, but I've heard about it. It's really good. It's on Netflix. It's about the Russian doping um, with the Olympic team. It is really, oh. really, really, really good. I strongly recommend people checking it out. Um, oh. Is it a documentary? or a Yeah, film? it's a documentary. Ah. Uh, um, really I hate cool. documentaries. I know, you just despise them. I Never, hate them. It's been downhill since Tickled. Uh, oh, Tickled is so good. <laughs> Tickled is so good. Um, But yeah, so I, I, I strongly recommend it. if anyone's interested in documentaries, go check out Icarus. It was fantastic. All right, um, I'll go watch it. And I'm not a big, I mean, I don't like sports, like really at all. And it was still very engaging. I will say this. I found the first, half of it to be a little bit slower but about halfway into the documentary it really picks up steam and kind of like makes a little bit of a turn and is just really 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 good oh okay cool I'll, I'll watch it but yeah so back to what I was saying earlier yes Um, because I, I knew I'd forget to say that if I didn't say it now uh, so I watched Star Wars this week you did I did I saw the last Jedi in theaters it was a it was a big moment for me because the last time I think I've seen a movie in theaters was the force awakens two years ago um, really yeah I don't ever go to movie theaters so but I was like skanky saw it I want to chat with him about it so I'm going to make myself go to the movie theater and watch this okay um, I I have a few things I need to say about movie theaters real quick oh okay because we don't have we are not cool enough to have an Alamo draft house. Oh, I love Alamo Drafthouse. I know, house. I do too. Um but movie theaters have really upped their game. They've really upped their game. There's three theaters near me which are average theaters like in the past few years, we've had the very high end theaters come out where you have your own private seat with like a waiter that will come up and bring you stuff. You can hit a little button to call them over, all that kind of stuff. And it's like, I've known those existed, but like tickets for those are like $25. Like it's a huge, big experience. Yeah, it's kind of extra. Yeah. I was like, it's like kids say. Exactly. You just gotta, you gotta be, it's a really fancy night out if you're doing that. I was like, I just wanna go yeah. to a movie. But a lot of the regular theaters are adopting some of the stuff and they're redoing some of their theaters with the big lounging reclining seats and you get a reserve your seat and all that kind of stuff which is nice for about regular ticket price so you're not paying nice. a huge premium and so I thought that was awesome so that's how I saw Star Wars at one of my regular theaters I got to pick my seat, which is hugely awesome because you don't have to, like, try and get there early. You kind of just, like, show up right when it's starting and maybe a few minutes late to miss previews. Go get some popcorn if you want and just, like, walk on over into your seat with the nice giant aisles. Sit back, put up the little recliner, and you're sitting there relaxing. It was awesome. It has regained some of my faith in theaters. I would go see a movie that way compared to the standard, state like, stadium seating or whatever it has. But really, really liked it. Um... So I saw Star Wars, and okay. I really loved it. Good. Like, a lot. I thought it was awesome. I thought it was really, really awesome. Okay, tell me. Why? I don't know. It just it sucked me in. It, it just, it, it felt to me it was a star wars movie like it just it pulled me in i liked so many of the things that happened i liked the character development i liked the story uh there were let me say there's two things i didn't like the, okay there's really only two i mean there maybe there's more but there's two that it, like stuck with me and there's it's really just only two parts the first thing is i didn't really like the first like five to ten minutes of the movie because it felt like a lot of the jokes felt super forced like they felt like overly corny cheesy campy like just like let's let's wrench these in because like they're gonna be funny like example Uh oh we should also say spoilers from here on out by the way oh yeah (laughs) so you want to go full deep into this let's go full deep into it
0: Okay, guys, spoilers for Last Jedi incoming. Exactly. If you guys want Don't to worry, know Tiny will put a timestamp <laughs> on the description for you of when you can come back
1: into the episode. Yeah. <laughs> Thanks, Tiny, by the way. Thank you, Tiny. Now that we all know. Um, anyways, uh, so the first like five to ten minutes, I didn't like the two things I didn't like is I didn't like the Luke Skywalker when he throws the lightsaber like, over his shoulder. Like, that was funny. I laughed at it, but it just kind of felt off to me. I don't, Uh I don't know why. Um, and then the other one was the, like, intro little joke with Poe, where he's like, I'm holding, (laughs) is he's there, like, describing whatever his name is. Um, like, I thought that was funny, but, like, it just also kind of felt a little off. So I didn't like those two scenes, and the other scene that I actually think I really hated, is I hated the scene with Yoda. Um, where they light the tree on fire with the old Jedi texts. I didn't like oh, that one. Why? Because it felt forced. Like, that they kind of just, like, monkey... <laughs> w- it? Forced? <laughs> yes. It, they monkey-wrenched in Yoda, in my opinion, to, like, be like, hey, look, you guys, we have Yoda back in a movie. Like, we love Yoda. You guys love Yoda, right? Look at this. It's awesome. Like, I mean, the role he played in that made sense, but it just, it kind of... Didn't feel natural to me. It felt like a break in like what was. I was totally sucked into like one line of storytelling, and that just kind of like pulled me out of it for some reason. I didn't. I didn't like that. Can I explain why I like that scene? Yeah, absolutely. Okay, so I like that scene because.
0: You can obvious you obviously see that Luke is going through some shit during this movie. Yeah, absolutely. Right, and he's like really kind of wrestling with himself, and he's regretting what he's done, and he's like, he's yeah, he's really fucked up right now. Yeah. Um, and I thought that was a great moment because we haven't seen, I don't think this happened in Force Awakens at all, like some a, a former Jedi come back, um to talk to an individual. Yeah. And that is a very big part of like Yoda and Qui-Gon Jinn and I guess Anakin. Yeah, no, Darth that's Vader true. slash that from the original films. So I thought that was kind of cool to have that little moment. Mm-hmm. Even if it was Yoda like whatever, I feel like that was I thought that was a great way of doing it personally. All right. I, it's I, an important thing to show like this like I I don't know what it's exactly called, but it's like afterlife Jedi type thing. Yeah, where they are able to conquer death
1: in some mm-hmm. capacity. Well, some t- some of them. Yeah. All right. All right. I, I I agree with you on that one. Let me watch it again, and I'll get back to you on on my yeah. overall thoughts about that scene. Well,
0: what did you think about the the initial storylines going on? Like with with uh, with fuck. What is everyone's names? I don't even remember now.
1: <laughs> you have Poe Finn. Finn. Yeah, okay, Finn. Um Finn and the other g- girl going to that casino place. I liked it. I liked you it. You liked that? I, I really did. That I did. I was just I I think part of part of the thing is is that when I watched The Force Awakens, I I liked Finn, but I wasn't like fully In on Finn right like I didn't like Uh Adore him as a character Poe on the Other hand even in The Force Awakens with The little screen screen time he does have I adore him and so Uh To see him and the Role he was playing in The Last Jedi I love that part but the reason why that's relevant To Finn is because I felt like the storyline that Finn fell into Was He kind of developed into his own character instead of a person that was always chasing around Ray and had like, like that felt like his only mission in life, like his life, only revolved around Ray he kind of developed into his own type of character which I really really liked and you start off with a very low point in the movie where he's trying to be a deserter he wants to take off and run away even if he might have in his mind like better motives for doing that to try and maybe save Ray again his life is revolving around Ray but then you have this other character which can't remember her name Um, she comes into it and brings this entire other perspective into it she just lost her sister who was willing to like kind of like what we're saying with rogue one about how watching rogue one, all these people were going into it, knowing that they were risking everything for this mission. And this, you see a lot of that also kind of tie over into this. The resistance feels so, has so much more heart into it. And that young woman's, her sister like gave up her life for the resistance. And like, her thing is like, my sister was willing to die for this. How could you possibly desert us? And like ever from that point on, like they kind of developed even into more. Plus I also kind of like the little bit of the lovey type scene relationship building between Finn and her, um, that we kind of start to see build over the movie. So I really, really liked all that. I thought the casino scenes um, themselves, I thought it was cool to see that kind of world, like that, like, the world building they had done with that. I thought there was some funny jokes with it. Um, but I also thought it was really touching the way they wrapped up the scene with the big horse-type creatures. I forget what they're called. Like, And you have like the poor children like the stable uh kids and the jockeys and all that that are in there and they like go and they need help and they flash the resistance thing and these kids are like yes like they're empowered and they're like you know we want to like you know help you and support you and then you have these poor abused animals that are now freed and kind of helping them like that entire scene i thought was just awesome and really heartfelt um, and so that kind of like wrapped up the entire I really liked the whole casino thing I thought it was a it was a nice had it's lighthearted moments had a, had it's fun moments and then also had it's like more serious moments see I felt like in this movie Finn was not as developed as a character compared to the Force Awakens which is interesting because it's the complete opposite of what you think yeah I mean also I haven't seen the Force Awakens since I saw it two years ago so oh, okay. it's possible and I actually part of me also thinks that that might have been beneficial to me because like Uh some people that don't like it one thing they don't like or even if they do like it one thing that people don't like is that there's still a lot of unanswered questions or questions Eh, aren't answered in the way that they wanted them to be um and i feel like not having just seen the force awakens again like a lot of those have like faded out of my memory or weren't so much in the forefront so like i didn't really care about that part of it um so maybe that was beneficial, but maybe not. Uh, I don't know. I so that that's kind. I I like I like that whole part. Um, See,
0: because I thought Finn yeah was a lot was a lot more interesting in Force Awakens because he was. I felt like they made you kind of feel for his character in some way because he is wrestling with himself. Okay, I see lot Because he was able, you know, that, he was also the first time they ever humanized a stormtrooper. Yeah. So I think that's the most, that's the craziest thing we experienced in the trailer was, was we're like, hey, this guy's wearing a stormtrooper outfit. There are actual people in there. Yeah. Like, because we've never seen a person's face in a stormtrooper outfit. So I thought that was kind of um, interesting because he's like, you know, he's he's the, he is the resistance. Yeah. You know, he embodies it. And I felt like in this movie, He was just a guy going on another mission to find a guy who backstabs him, and none of it works. I
1: hated that guy so much, too.
0: I just felt like everything that I had watched there, like, none of it really worked. Like, it didn't make sense for me. And then it's cutting that in between with the island stuff, Mm -hmm. which is just Luke being like, hey, there's dark stuff down there, but (laughs) don't do it. But oh my god you're going in there by the way lessons tomorrow and it's like what is going on like i don't like i just and we were there for so long yeah so i will so i don't know
1: but so one thing that finn is struggling with in this movie is being the hero that others see and want him to be Because like you said, like he embodies the resistance, but at the beginning of The Last Jedi, he didn't, or he didn't think that he did. And like what we're kind of seeing there and like the whole him going on the mission is kind of buying into that and kind of living up to what he should be doing, right? You're going on a mission like that is damn near impossible to try and bring someone back because you realize that you're kind of one of the last hopes of the resistance right now um and we see that even more so at what um whenever with the scene with the gate or whatever in the battering ram where he's willing to just fly the thing into it because he's like no this is what I have to do you know what I mean like that he's starting mm-hmm. to embody like the role that he thinks that he should be in and that other people are viewing him as and so I, I feel like that like at what although it may not have been as much of development as we saw in the force awakens, I still feel like there was a lot of it there. Yeah. Okay. I can understand that,
0: especially by the end. Yeah. Which I love the end. Oh yeah. I I love love like, there's a point where I really started to like, like the movie a lot more. Yeah. And I, I personally feel like if they had cut maybe like a little bit off of the two storylines going on with like, Um, Ray at the island and uh, Finn and and her going on this whole adventure thing, Mm -hmm. then I would have liked it a little bit more because it would have been it would have felt more concise to me. Yeah, I I, I I agree with that. Jumping back and forth, it it was kind of like Okay, like when is something gonna happen? Yeah. And it's like, okay, we get it. They're running away. Yeah. Like, we got it. Okay. <laughs> you know, so I, I kinda wanted a little bit more. Yeah. I also it sounds sound like I hate this movie, but I really, <laughs> really do like The Last job. by yeah. the way. I was just I
1: wish they the beginning was cut out a little bit more. One thing I, I, I really liked is um talking about the island scenes is I really really liked how they showed how much perspective of a situation can change how you read the situation and like the scene I'm really talking about is when they're talking back about at the temple with um, Kylo Ren and Luke Skywalker right and Mm -hmm. about how oh Kylo Ren destroyed everything and then oh wait no no Luke Skywalker standing over him to murder him with a lightsaber and Kylo Ren's now is just trying to protect himself cuz like how could you murder him just cuz he's going to the dark side to the last one where it's like Luke's like I had a momentary lapse of judgment and by the time I was going to turn around or like walk it back it was already too late right like like then uh-huh. as they developed that over like three different things and it was just kind of it's just kind of interesting how they're playing with how you see how it is, and how you view Luke Skywalker, and how you view whatever it was that happened back then. Um, uh huh. Which, and I, I, one thing I, I, saw some on Twitter and this kind of goes to it is I feel like Kylo Ryan is like one of the most fleshed out characters of like really like anything I do too exactly everything about him like they we know so much about him as a character and I feel like we feel so much of his pain or anguish or conflict that like I do know it's just great he's just such a fantastic character um, through both the last movie and this one which was really really cool he's a really good villain he's a oh he's an amazing villain you know because he's really fighting with himself yeah more than anything yeah and you don't know what's going to happen because he's so fighting with himself he's not like he's not typical pure evil and so he's almost more dangerous because he goes between each side like we even saw that where he hesitated at the beginning of the movie to kill his mother Right? Like, when he's mm-hmm. he, when he's in the ship to, like, shoot at him, like, he didn't do it. Right? And so it's like we see, easily kills his father, doesn't kill his mother, kills, like, his mentor. Like, yeah, I mean, we just see his going back and forth. um, And even how they ha- yeah. set up that entire scene where, like, him and Ray are arguing about who's gonna switch sides, the entire thing. yeah, And, like, it was great that they're, like, arguing about that. Oh, we've each seen the future, and you're gonna like, flip over. And we got the entire seed. we get the entire roller coaster of what is actually going on right now like yeah like they're fighting together he killed his like mentor like and then oh wait no he actually is really true evil it was just it was really cool i really really like that so it was i started watching this new youtube
0: channel called stupendous wave that is awesome Mm -hmm. and this guy like comes out with a video daily about something in the star wars universe Uh uh-huh and it is amazing. It's so cool. I'm have to check And he out. did this whole video on why Kylo Ren's lightsaber is the way it is. Oh, really? I mean, I now yeah. I need to watch this. That sounds awesome. I'll just explain it. Yes. Please tell me. Okay. For the podcast audience. Perfect. Okay. So we all know how Kylo Ren's uh, lightsaber has, like, the guards on it. Yeah. And, like, so it makes the weird T-shape. Mm-hmm. And hmm And, like, what happened was Kylo went to make his lightsaber, and that that's actually his original lightsaber that he had when he was at um Luke's like Jedi training place. Mm-hmm. And when you make a lightsaber, you have to take like a crystal thing and the crystal makes the light work in it. yeah, right? Yeah. So when you do it for when you're doing it as a sith or as like from the dark side, you have to make the crystal bleed, it's called, which is why the, oh, it's red. okay. And what happened was Kylo was trying to do it, and he messed up because um, he was being pulled to the light side and the dark side. Mm-hmm. So he couldn't fully make it uh, bleed, so it became unstable, the crystal. Oh. So it started to be overpowering, so he he created um, those guards on the sides to exhaust the excess um, power of the lightsaber oh, so that, that he could so use cool. it. That's so cool. Yeah.
1: Oh, that is so cool.
0: Right? Isn't that interesting? That is
1: really really cool. I love <laughs> what that. What a good
0: explanation. That is right? a great
1: explanation. I really love that. That is awesome. That is Go really, Kylo, cool. best character. Yeah. No, he's awesome. And I I, don't know, I just love the. Uh, I just I feel like there was there was just so much to this movie and coupled with the last movie, like with The Force Awakens, there was the entire thing about how he looks up to like Darth Vader so much that he even created like his own helmet and all that kind of stuff. And then The Last Jedi starts off with him destroying that helmet. Right. Like he's almost mm-hmm. breaking out into being his own character and his own creature in the Star Wars universe, which is that was that was really, really cool, too. That I like. Yeah. Um, one thing that I, I think that's at least from my point of view or my interpretation of things is if you look at the two films we have currently in the newest trilogy, um, i I feel like they're sending a certain message, right? Like the, the force awakens was very much like an homage to a new hope, right? Like it, it paralleled that movie in so many different ways. Um, Uh and I always felt like when the force awakens came out, it was kind of them saying, Hey, look, we, like, as much as we can, sorry for the prequels. Um, And we want to, <laughs> we want to show you that we know what Star Wars is, right? We're going to give you throwbacks. We're going to show you that we understand the universe. We understand what you love. Here's like an homage to what you love. And then you have epi- this uh episode, the second one in the current trilogy. And Kylo Ren, in kind of, in his words, explained what this one is. It was kind of about destroying the past and moving on to be their own thing. He kept saying that to Ray, like, you know, we are the new next ones. We don't need to be tethered to the old ones anymore. And so it's all about kind of killing off and getting rid of the old characters from like the original trilogy that are like hey we showed you in the first one of this trilogy that we know what star wars is this one we're showing you that we're going to be moving on into make it its own thing it's star wars but we want to make it so it stands on its own two feet that it has its own heart it has it's all this own stuff like and we're going to move past what the old ones were and then my guess would be then the third one we're going to get is going to be different in a whole other set of ways where it isn't so much linked back to the original trilogy um, in, you know, different aspects. Obviously, you know, it has this, the storyline that ties through all of it, but like it's going to be its own Star Wars um, is kind of yeah. how I view how this trilogy is going so far.
0: OK, I think I, I agree.
1: But I'm excited for the next one. I am too. I am too. I thought this one was. I really, I really did like this one. I thought there was so many, so many good things that happened. Yeah. especially I thought it was good. Especially the last half of the movie. Like it just, just. Yeah, the last half of the movie was great. It was really, really great. It was there was a lot of fun stuff.
0: It, what I'm waiting to see is you know because um they there were more Jedi's in training at Luke's place. Yeah, and Kylo
1: took them with him.
0: Yeah. So I'm wondering where they are.
1: Yeah, that's that's a very good point because they definitely they definitely set that out because he explained how Kylo brought Jedi's with him and whoever he didn't bring he killed. Um, uh-huh. And so it's also
0: hinted at that Snoke also had another apprentice. Uh, okay, as well, which could be one of those people.
1: Yeah, but interesting. We don't know. Yeah, I'm excited. We don't know. I'm I'm excited. It's gonna be it's gonna be really really cool. And it will be. I just I love Ray as a character. Like as much as I love Ray is great. Kylo Ren like Kylo Ren's amazing. Um, I think Ray is also they. She's just awesome. She's so badass. Like she's just she's really really cool. The best. The moment I really like the moment where like, she really. F- Fully comes into her like Jedi self where she's raising all the rocks up so they can like get out oh, from the yeah. back a uh, back part of the uh, of the base. Like I don't know, it's just it was cool. It was really really cool. It's so good. I
0: also just love Daisy Ridley too. She yeah.
1: plays it very well. Yeah, no, I agree. I agree. You go Daisy. Yeah, you go. Yeah, she listens to the podcast. Yeah, big fan. Big shenanigans, fanatics. Big fan. So, big fan. But. Yeah, I know. I know. So yeah, I give it. I give it two big thumbs up. I want to. Okay. Oh great. I need to ask this because I'm not sure if you have or have not done it. Because what I want to do now is I want to do a rewatch episode one through episode eight. Did I not tell you? Yeah, I saw you tweet out that you were thinking about doing it, and so I need to know you did do it. I watched the prequels. Uh, you, <laughs> hold on, how have you watched everything now, or have you just no? Okay, you've only been through the. I prequels. I still haven't gotten
0: to the. I haven't gotten to the original trilogy. Okay, yet, so but you... I
1: did rewatch the prequels. And hold on, it was it
0: a, was it good? Bad? Was it a mistake? No, it wasn't a mistake. All right, it wasn't a mistake. Um, well, okay. The last time I had watched the prequels, I watched them on VHS. So, that should give you an idea about
1: what year I actually watched it. Surprise, I didn't think you were born when VHS was around. Really? I'm kidding. That was a joke. No, it wasn't. I thought you were a DVD child. uh, I'm shocked. (laughs) DVD. Yeah, I
0: was born in 2003. (laughs) Um, uh, Yeah, no, I. uh, So, yeah, last time I watched it was a really, really long time ago. Yeah. Um, So. I yeah, I decided to rewatch them and I really didn't think they were as bad as people made them out to be. Like there were some pretty bad moments. Mm-hmm. And like the second movie, personally for me, I don't think is very good. Um because like the acting is whoa. Um and like some of the some of the lines in that movie are just like roll your eyes terrible. Yeah. Um but you know, everyone hates the Phantom Menace, the first one, mm-hmm. but I really, I liked it. I really love Darth Maul. He's like my, one of my favorite, um, sets these mm-hmm. uh, he's so badass. Um, and I, you know, like, I think a lot of people don't like Phantom Menace because it was the one they saw in theaters mm-hmm. and they were so disappointed because it was their first inter- reintroduction to Star Wars. Yeah. Yeah. So I think it gets a lot more hate than the other movies. Yeah. Um, yeah. But, like, I really I really didn't mind Phantom Menace. I thought the second movie was the worst out of them all. Mm-hmm. And I feel like they could have fixed a lot of things to make it interesting. Okay. Um, but, um, yeah, it wasn't that bad. I'd recommend you do it. Uh, Jar Jar Binks is terrible, though. But he's, everything else... He's still like, just as bad. <laughs> like, I mean, he, he ruins Phantom Menace for a lot of people. Yeah. But if you just ignore him completely... <laughs> Do you- like you just you just like do something else when he has his like <laughs> monologues for some reason where he's talking and he's very annoying and he's like, oh, I'm a captain now. Ho, ho,
1: ho. Like, you just ignore him.
0: Everything is fine.
1: Do you think it's possible that you and I could do an edit of The Phantom Menace and just take out Jar Jar Binks somehow? <laughs> like, I think there
0: is an edit. Just, like,
1: rough cut it out. Like, so jumps There's a rough the cut. Scenes.
0: There's actually a rough cut of the three Hobbit movies made into one on Vimeo, and it's really good. Oh, wow. Check that out that's actually really good yeah i i don't know if you can re-edit it though because there are some important scenes that jar jar's in for some odd reason
1: (laughs) could you like just like put like a black box over him like in those important scenes and just like kind of like fuzz out his voice or something so it's like um I don't know. That's a good that's a good plan, actually. You have to work at it. We'll call it the sh- we'll replace him with a real character. <laughs> yes. We'll just we'll fully reshoot that character and then we'll we'll edit it in. We'll call it the said edit. I, you know what I'm thinking? I can't remember
0: when I first really saw the Phantom Menace. Yeah. Like I remember roughly like when I watched it, but I don't remember the first moment I watched it. But when did you did you see the first one? When did you see the first one?
1: I don't know if I can say this. Why? I've I've I've, have we talked about it on here before? No. About my my troubled history with Star Wars. You have a troubled history with Star Wars. I do. I was convinced that I hated Star Wars, all Star Wars, up until about college.
0: What college? Yeah,
1: yeah. I was. So you watched it for the first time in college. Kind of. So here's what happened. Here's what happened is when i was younger um i for whatever reason like what would happen i mean like young young like like a really young kid um and we like when my it was getting like late at night, and my parents wanted to like try and get us to go to sleep. Um, when I, was, when I was visiting my dad and stepmom, and so what they would do is they would like put us down in the basement, like where the TV was, and they would like throw on like they'd be like, Oh, Star Wars, great movie, you're gonna love it. So they would like put us down there, it's like way past our bedtime, we're all exhausted, and they would throw on a new hope, right? And like, as kids that like really should have been in bed two hours ago, we would always fall asleep at the beginning of the movie because a new hope for kids <laughs> starts off a little slow right it's not like shoot them up sure. action right away and so I, this happened like four five six times and um, it got to a point where like I was convinced and I had told myself that Star Wars is actually just a terribly awful boring movie and trilogy wow. because like I couldn't get through like the first five ten fifteen minutes of A New Hope plus also couple that with the thing where I can fall asleep really really quick and so for oh yeah you are a fast sleeper. yeah for like decades for like almost two decades i was convinced that like i did not like star wars so when people bring it up I'm like no you know it's not really for me and then so whenever phantom menace came out like i didn't care about it because i didn't care about star wars so i never saw it in theaters and then in college i was like i should probably revisit star wars like i'm now old enough and like at least smarter where i would realize that like if enough people are saying this is amazing, like I might be wrong. <laughs> like, I, I okay. might've been brought up incorrectly. And so this was back in the days of Netflix DVD subscriptions. So I got all the original trilogy on DVD and I watched through all of them. And then I watched through the prequels and watched all the ones of the prequels. So this was probably somewhere between 2005 and 2009. Um, is when I really actually watched Star Wars for the first time, and so whatever prequels were out by then, I had watched all three of those also. Uh, but yes, yeah, so I that was. That's why I let, last watched it as a kid that hated okay. Star Wars.
0: Well, first of all, I'm sorry. I'm glad you turned your ways into something positive. <laughs> Thank you. But I want to ask you this question. This is actually perfect because you saw when you were in college. Yeah. Did you actually think that Natalie Portman was switching? positions like as Padme in the first movie I don't
1: know I don't I don't like when you first watched it I don't think so maybe really maybe I don't know I don't remember like do you think did you think that like she was
0: the queen when they were like out and about on fuck what were
1: they doing I don't even remember the pod racing stuff I don't think I did, but I think that's also because I kind of, like, in the the back of my mind, I knew through popular culture, like, what the story was. Okay. Okay. That's true, because you probably knew. Like, I probably probably didn't know, no, because I'm pretty good at avoiding things that I haven't seen. Um, But you also, over time, like, as popular culture catches up with things, you get references to various things. So I probably had some knowledge or understanding of what was going on yeah because I thought that was such a strange reveal that was that was a strange reveal for
0: me because like they're switching these characters that don't even really like look like they look alike kind of but not really I guess George Lucas was like oh one of them is wearing makeup so we're good it's like um but like (laughs) they sound different and (laughs) am I supposed and then when she finally reveals she's like I'm actually Padme everyone's like oh what really like oh my god and Anakin's like really like wow like crazy and I'm like did I really think that I didn't know <laughs> I, th- like, I feel like it just makes it more confusing
1: for yeah. people no I, 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 I could I could hear you on that one
0: <laughs> and also the story of like the first three is like kind of confusing for like a kid to understand
1: yeah you know yeah no i agree
0: like you have to know what a proxy war is like, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, right it's like, i mean
1: hell most adults don't even know what that is
0: yes. dude like when i got to the last movie um in the prequel trilogy um i was like how did i like
1: know what was happening in these movies when i was a kid like i i don't know yeah so here's what probably happened is you had some adult or some very smart kid that like knew or the adult explained to the kid what was going on and then that kid went to explain to all the other kids and then like you know how kind of like disseminates that's like how you learn things like the groups of people knew and so they started to explain to each other maybe i don't know i don't know i'm just i don't think i don't think i ever discussed star wars with somebody oh really
0: as a kid no
1: interesting i think yeah i don't i don't think so it could have also been that you didn't know like, you really didn't know until, like, later in life.
0: I don't think I did.
1: Yeah, because, like, there's a lot of movies that, like, I had watched as a child, and then as I when I watched it as an adult, like, I totally got references that I had no idea about when I watched it as a kid. A great one is Ace Ventura Pet Detective. No idea it was going... <gasps> yes! Me too! Yeah, no idea what was going on in that movie. Like, I still, like, enjoyed it as a kid, but then when I watched it as an adult, I'm like... Holy shit! <laughs> this is the oh. entire part of the movie that, like, I did—I clearly did not clue in on when I was younger. I had no idea. Yeah, yeah. That's actually really funny that you say exactly. that. Yeah. So, so that's what I'm thinking. Like, you probably didn't know anything about the proxy war stuff, and it's, you either learned about it from reading other Star Wars stuff, and then like it just kind of clicked in your head, and you didn't notice that it clicked, or yeah. you didn't notice it until you watched it again later in life is my i
0: think i was kind of just like hey it's a bad guy (laughs) it's a good guy
1: okay that's all that you need as long as you understand those basics and you're you're fine
0: i think as a kid too i didn't really understand that anakin was darth vader yeah as well and i think a lot of us as kids were like oh my god like anakin's gonna go fight darth vader it's gonna be so cool (laughs) and then like you're like oh wait like by the end of the last movie you're like Wait a second. (laughs) (laughs) Yup. Something's a little weird here. (laughs) Oh,
1: man. Yeah. No, that's true. That's true. You were the chosen one. So do you recommend going back to restart at the beginning and watch all of them?
0: Yeah, watch them. I hear, though, to not watch the prequels and then the old series, like the old trilogy, in order, like completely. Really? So I've been taking a break in between them. But yeah, I think... oh i see Go and watch the i see what you mean
1: like don't just like watch it like non-stop like over the course of like four or five six days okay i got you i got you yeah because it
0: took me one night to watch all the prequels yeah yeah i Um, I think i
1: want to because i just i feel like there's there's a lot of world building that happens in the prequels and just like there is like cool storylines that kind of tie into later stuff and i think it'd be nice to be able to see all of that and just kind of like get it over time to kind of like build up the Star Wars universe in my mind a bit there is a lot of stupid stuff but (laughs) we're adults we learn how to deal with the stupid crap for the good stuff that's still there just ignore Jar Jar
0: (laughs) in the second one just notice that there isn't a proper villain that you're introduced to until the end (laughs) and for the third one just remember that uh, Darth Vader at the end goes
1: no no and that's it. Cool. Perfect. I can't wait. It'll be great. That's all you gotta remember. It'll be great, so... But yeah, so I, think, I definitely... I'm, I'm gonna probably try and do that over the the course of January. I think yeah, you be my should. Thing. It doesn't take very long to watch the prequels. No. No. Maybe I'll start it tonight. Easy peasy. Yeah. It'll be good. It'll be good. So... Uh now that we've uh exhausted all of our star wars conversation yeah well oh my god everyone some of people are not gonna be able to listen to like half the podcast <laughs> like, it's more
0: than... we literally talked about star wars the entire
1: there's just so much to say though it was, there is it's it, a lot it was a It's a, lot. It was a, good movie. It was a good movie so um oh, i got one more thing to say about the uh okay about the last jedi okay go there are a lot of little animals that you introduced through the course of that movie there are. Like the crystal foxes, the weird little birdie things that live on the you island. You loved the crystal foxes. I did. You I were like, oh. Did. They were so cool. I want one. So bad. Um But uh how do you feel? And the porgs. Is, is that what the little birdie thing is that joins I, the blended Falcon? I, yeah what do you think about those i think things? they're called porgs I, they I thought they were fine i thought they were they were
0: they cute. always try to throw in like cute animals into star wars yeah. and it's like okay yeah
1: that you know i thought there was some funny stuff with the two like it was it was nice oh, chewbacca. yeah it was nice and i think like we always love chewbacca scenes like they're just great and we just got some more of it which was good exactly so, but anyways agree yeah that, that's it that's it with the last jedi no more no, Boom. More, no more conversation Easy. about that so um now speaking about other cool stuff that you've been up to, a few uh-huh. weeks ago, you uh-huh. kind of adjusted a little bit of what your uh, your stream stuff was going to be. Uh, I think we talked about on the podcast. If not, we might have talked about it after podcast. But you were saying that like you were going to cut back a little bit on the PUBG and you wanted to get back into some oh. story games again, right? Yeah. And yeah, it seems like you've really been you've been hitting it home with that. Like you've been hitting a, uh, a yeah. lot of other games. How's it been working out? You've been enjoying it
0: great i like it because it puts me in a bit of a schedule yeah a better game schedule where i like i'm like okay today we're gonna play this and tomorrow we're gonna play that and then on thursday we're gonna play this and then i'm like all good yeah so it's less of me being like i don't know what to play tonight so let's just play PUBG. So so it's, it's been a little nice. yeah to be honest and i've been enjoying playing all these different games that i've never played before and wolfenstein was really fun i got into this new game called they are billions yeah how is that really fun dude it's such good things but so hard yeah it's so so difficult yeah um but it's i still haven't beaten the game yet (laughs) but it just it's really addicting Mm -hmm. and like all i want to do is play it tonight like i just want to beat it do it do it um, skinky just play it I think I am going to play it tonight, but it's a really, really fun game. If you like RTS games, it's an RTS survival game.
1: Yeah. It looks really, really cool.
0: So, uh, I would recommend it. it looks really it's cool. very, very fun. And it's a different take on like a zombie genre. Yeah. Um,
1: so that's really cool. I'll have to pick up a copy. It looks good. Definitely.
0: But yeah, it's been working out really, really well. I, I'm enjoying it. And on um, Monday, we are playing tiny's favorite game, Thimbleweed
1: Park. Yes. I can't wait to hear. I that's, high up on my list of things i need to play so i can't i I can't wait to
0: hear what you what you think about it see that's the problem though when you play story games is you have that it's like the people who want to play the
1: game so they can't watch yeah exactly
0: that's the hard part that's the that's the part that's difficult sometimes
1: so what i was thinking i was talking to tiny about it um this is a very tiny filled episode uh So I was talking about Tiny about it and about things I want to play for this coming year. And I was like, I love what Skinky's doing. I want to do, I want to play more story games too. And part of the problem is that a lot of the story games or a lot of the games I want to play are also like the kind of like epic in scope and length games but I realize mm-hmm. I can't stream those games. Like I really want to play horizon zero dawn, but I can't stream horizon zero dawn because I don't stream enough hours in a week. That if I did that, I'll be playing that game for four months. Like it'll yeah, be, it'll be a while. It'll be forever. And that's just kind of like you get burnt out on it or like, you just don't really want to keep doing it. Like That's kind of part of the problem that happened with Zelda. Um, when I was streaming that one. And so I kind of want to get into more of the shorter story games, right? Where I can get like, I'm thinking if it's like, 15 20 hours of a game like i can get that done in like three to four weekends right like i can get that done in less than a month um so i kind of want to start maybe moving to that because like there's so many so many just cool short games that i haven't played that i would just love to knock out i think it'd be fun yeah sure so you you've inspired me
0: hey i've done i've inspired M call
1: right no more PUBG for me either
0: oh yeah that was really (laughs) hard
1: Yes, yes. Oh, my God. So speaking of um, someone that may or may not be a whistleblower. Uh-huh. Guess who played? Could be anybody. Guess who played Overwatch Could with me anybody. today? <gasps> who? Two. I mean, tons of my favorite people, but two newcomers to playing Overwatch with newcomers. M. Cole. Um, oh. I got to play Overwatch with Bash. Oh, and yummy.
0: Wow. How
1: awesome is that? That is so cool, man. I'm a little jealous. Yeah, to be yeah. that's why I brought it up. I just want to make sure you knew that uh, I have cool friends. That people.
0: Oh, that's, okay. All right. Cool. Yeah. No problem. <laughs> just wanna
1: just wanna show you that I'm still hip and cool with the, with the cool kids.
0: Oh yeah, you're so hip and cool and happening. Wow, that's great!
1: <laughs> but uh, it was fun. It was a blast. So that's
0: cool. That's great. Yeah,
1: Bash is a b- so Bash nice. is adorable, as we all know. So Bash is great, also because yeah. did he play well? He played very well. He actually did a really really good job. <laughs> of course, job. he did. He plays an awesome diva. But no, but it was kind of funny though because uh <laughs> it was uh we were giving Yummy a hard time like how you guys do with PUBG and being like, hey Yummy, you gonna play? And then Bash says, I want Yummy to play. And then it was like, oh now you have to <laughs> like are you really gonna that's tell so him no cute. so she had to come in and play a few games with us and oh so it, it was a blast so cute yeah, it was a lot of fun but it's been uh, it's been good times it's been good times Skinky. that is good times man oh, yes. so speaking of good times uh-huh uh do you have a small stream of shout out for this week
0: hell to the yeah i do oh, yes oh my god so let me tell you something I did a little thing where I am going out and hosting random people, and it's a fun-ass time. Nice, nice. I'm enjoying it because, um, you know, usually a little self-conscious, don't going out and hosting random people. But I'm breaking out of my shell, okay? It only took me a year and a half. (laughs) So when I was playing Overwatch, we went and go and hosted this wonderful, wonderful lady by the name of Classy Gets Sassy, and she is just the bee's knees. Let me tell you something, all right? Love her stream. She's awesome. She plays OW. She plays a lot of Planet Coaster, where she fiddles with things in a very, very specific manner. Uh, she's very meticulous. So nice. So those streams are very fun. She's friendly, nice, comes to streams often. My stream, I go to her stream. It's just great. So definitely go check her out. Her name is Classy Gets. Sassy. That's C L A S S I G E T S S A S S I. I cannot wait. And I'll tell you when she streams. I'll tell you when. I'll tell you. I'll tell you. tell me. Okay. You tell me.
1: If only if you're good. Okay. I will maybe possibly. I don't know. It's past Christmas. I have to be good for another like 360 days.
0: Oh, you're fine then. All right. She streams on Sunday, Monday, Wednesday, and Thursday, 11 p.m. Eastern. Oh,
1: nice. All right. Very cool there
0: you go nice. enjoy which i guess that's 11 10 9, 8, 8 p.m west pacific pacific
1: time yes. and 10 p.m central yes there'll be a nice uh nighttime bedtime wow. stream for me i'll be uh a... i am good you are you are a pro what is it in mountain time uh, mountain time doesn't exist nine it's a fake it's a fake zone is it? It is. Yeah. They've been lying to you. It goes. Oh my god! It goes east. This is terrible. Eastern Central Pacific. I think is all the ones that we have. Eastern Central Pacific. Yeah. Okay, that's yeah. Fine. I, you know, it's I don't. There's no one that can tell us otherwise because no one would gets the job would done live in mountain time. I mean, there's mountains everywhere in the United States. It Makes no sense. That is true. I didn't. think There's about only that. one Pacific Ocean. There's only one East Coast of the United States, and then Central is just everything in between yeah yeah right that's actually exactly. true exactly see yeah. come on like it's logic so silly time zone logic so <laughs> time zone logic it <laughs> exactly. makes total sense makes total sense um all right skanky food yeah. finish so one yes. thing I have to say is uh, we can never miss a food finish because Soraya brought up in the Discord <laughs> that like we can never miss a food finish as she had what, what exactly I'm trying to remember what exactly she said. Um, it was some, oh she said I think I had a dream that there was a shenanigans episode with no food finish and it was devastating. So let's just make sure we never miss this <laughs> ever.
0: Damn. Okay. Yeah. N- it won't
1: happen it's, again. It's Sorry. It's the most important thing of the podcast. I, I think. I think there might be people that just Ooh. fast forward to the food finish to see what we're gonna talk about. Um maybe. But I'm not I wouldn't be surprised. Yeah. So this week's food finish I actually messaged you about this one. Um you did. And it was uh I want to talk about so a lot of times there are some people that for various superstitious reasons um or logical reasons they eat certain foods or dishes on the new year on New Year's Day. And so since it's coming out of New Year's Day I think it's perfect time to talk about it. And so what they'll do is they'll eat certain things because with the belief that brings you certain type of luck or other benefits in the year to come. And so they would eat, like, black-eyed peas, I believe, for, like, good wealth, or they eat, like, a spinach or a cabbage. Um, Hold on. Black-eyed peas for good luck, and spinach or cabbage for, like, wealth or something else in the coming year. Do I have that about right? Yeah, sure. And so what I was thinking is... We should create a shenanigans meal or food that you can eat on New Year's Day that will bring you something over the course of 2018. Okay. Do you have any ideas? Yep. I already have
0: it all set. I've been thinking a lot about
1: this. Look at that. He's on top of it, you guys. This is what we're going to
0: do. All right. I'm excited. We're going to take some saltine crackers. Yes. All right. We're going to scrape the salt (laughs) off of the saltine crackers we're gonna take that salt and put it
1: on a hot pretzel. Yes, that's it. And what does that? And what does that bring you for the next year?
0: <laughs> that brings you, um, stomach problems.
1: <laughs> All right. Well, so. The- <laughs> I think, I think, I I think, I think. I I didn't think about what it brought. (laughs) I just thought about the meal. just thought about the meal. Well, perfect, because your meal, I I know what it brings, because I I had a meal and what it brought, but your meal is better, so I was going to stick with yours. Um, Okay. So the hot soft pretzel with the saltine salt. The hot soft pretzel. (laughs) So funny. (laughs) With the saltine salt. What that will bring is brand new friendships in 2018.
0: Oh, that's so nice! Right,
1: like it's uh kind of uh, or like uh um what's the other thing? Uh, peace among friends. We'll do that too because peace among friends. Exactly. So I bring friendship. And that's kind of sweet. New friendships and peace among friends. But you only get there if you use the saltine salt on the on the pretzels. So
0: oh, you need to use the saltine salt. It's very very it's important. That. It's make or break. You got to do it that way.
1: It is make or break to be honest. So, but yeah, no, I like that. Very good teamwork. See, look at that. Wow, we actually did something. Teamwork makes the dream work. Hey. We, well, we just do something. We've done 51 episodes of something somehow. I don't know how it's, it's going to be great so Jittery Jittery doesn't either. Jittery doesn't Jittery has no idea no idea how this is no happened idea. I don't think anybody does but you guys that has been another episode of Shenantics to ring in the brand new year 2018 with all of you guys you can find uh, the episode wherever you find the podcast including the iTunes store and Google Play store as soon as I fix that after today's episode um, if you guys like the podcast make sure you leave us a review on the iTunes store uh, five stars would be awesome but like four three two or one one also works because they're somewhere on the spectrum of cool things you can do um if you have any <laughs> questions or comments you can send us a tweet at twitter.com slash pod or an email at shenanics podcast at gmail.com uh just a heads up that it might take us a few weeks sometimes to like you know find your message uh the email no, maybe yeah. maybe like uh, maybe if you're yummy on accident i'm sorry yummy um <laughs> uh, if you guys want to join the discussion, you can join our Discord. Head over to Shenantics.rocks about. There's an invite link for the Discord room where you can hang out with other Shenantics fanatics that discuss the episode bright and early on Monday when the episode goes live and all week long. Um, and I feel like I'm forgetting something else, but Skanky, where can they find you on the internet?
0: They can find me on Twitch at twitch.tv slash skanky,
1: S-K-X-N-K-Y, and on Twitter at iSkanky, I-S-K-A-N-K-Y, and m where can they find you? They can find me on Twitch at twitch.tv slash underscore with the underscore symbol and the same username on Twitter, twitter.com slash underscore Skanky. Happy New Year to you and great 2018. I look forward to it. Yeah, have a good one to yourself. I'll see you everyone later. Good luck in the new year. Goodbye, everybody.